Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, this is Ava. And this is Raphael. We are Weird Wolves. And you're listening to Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we got a very unique band, and I know I say unique band all the time, but literally a unique band from Austin, Texas. It's not the Weird Wolves, it's just Weird Wolves. What's going on, guys? Hey. Not much. <laughs> and then we got we got Sam McIntosh here. What's going on, Sam? It's the Sam McIntosh. <laughs> So, so you guys, how long have you two been playing together? Um, I think two, two and a half years. Yeah. yeah, two years and something. Yeah, we started uh, back then. I think it was more like of an experiment, an exploration. Like we, uh, I, I. So my real in my other life, I'm I'm making video games. I was a creative director of uh, of a game called Prey uh, with Arkane Studios. And uh, but I was also making one of the music like for the for the credit score, and uh, it was just at the time where I was going to record vocals, and initially I was going to sing it myself, uh, and uh, eventually you know, I met and tried uh, that as a first kind of collaboration, and we both liked it. We both found that it was uh, the kind of sound that we both like, and uh, and then it that song got produced by. Uh, my audio director at the time, uh, Matt Pearsall, and his uh, his artist name is Choose Health. Okay, uh, Choose Health is uh, is uh, more of a DJ kind of guy, so he like he's really, really good with making things sound big. And so altogether, that song came up, and that's kind of like uh, you know, so it ended up in the game, and that's how we started. Then eventually to play actually really together and start to do things. So where did you go ahead? I love video games, so it's like an awesome opportunity for me. Yeah. So, where did you guys? Where did you two actually meet? Um, we met through a mutual friend, just uh, who knew that I love video games and that he <laughs> made them. So they just kind of connected us together. 
What's your favorite video game? Mine. Uh, that's a really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's gonna be my game. <laughs> yeah, we love this game. Uh, I have an Assassin's Creed tattoo, but I don't think that's really my favorite. I love RPGs in general. Um, okay. Like, the Elder Scrolls and The Witcher and all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't really have. Now, do you do you game yourself like stream gaming or anything like that? Ah, uh, no, I I don't. I'm, I'm like, shy. who has time for that shy. stuff? <laughs> you should, right? I agree. I, agree I think you should. I think you should. I, get I agree. I, I think if you're a true gamer and you're and you and you're good at what you do and uh, and and you enjoy playing games, I think for the most part you'll be able to. To attract a lot of attention and and actually probably make a good uh, good sum of money off of it as well. Yeah. Just playing video games in your yeah. spare time. I definitely thought. And you just hit record. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about stream gaming, but really, I'm not that. I, I suck. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Say I'm not good. I just. I'm. I'm kind of good. I. I suck. So. <laughs> and and Sebastian will get mad and break the controller. Every time. <laughs> I scored a touchdown. He got mad, broke the controller. Now, not not now, we can't play anymore, Sebastian. Well, Good job. <laughs> yep, no problem. Oh, on Weird Wolves, you guys wear masks. Is that something that you guys do just for like pictures, or is that like something you guys do in concert, or is it just kind of a, a fun promotional uh, thing that you guys do? We played one concert. Well, I wear I wore a mask, but his mask is like impossible to play in. I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's like actually you know um, we've we've been wondering because of course we're still in the in the phase where we're building ourselves up. It's not like we have like a very established. Uh, I mean, we we have like some a vibe that is kind of established, but even the sound is still evolving and the looks as well. We're not exactly sure what we're going for. Uh, we like the dark aesthetic for sure, and uh, that's something we've played with in uh, in our old promotions. Uh, like the pictures that you're probably referring to, uh, but live it's been interesting to 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 even like figure out exactly what our look should be. It's you know, I know it's a there's, there's an opportunity there, right? Because it's it's part of like the the image, it's part of the full package of a band, right. and we haven't quite figured it out yet. But it would be yeah, it would be interesting to consider masks. It's just that they're hard to wear and sing at the same time. And of course, there are examples like uh, slip knots and all that. But um, yeah, and the cool thing with the with the mask is that you can. You can like be eternal, eternal, because then you can sh- replace the musicians and the band stays forever. You know, nobody knows where that where that right. comes. <laughs> well, so you kick out someone in the band and get someone else in the band, and the band is just the two of you. And I noticed, and that's just going to kind of stay the two of you. So, is the music when you guys play it? Is it programmed into a machine when you do your live shows? Yeah, I mean, we have yeah. we sometimes have a uh, a third musician with us. Okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, we as far as like the band goes, we like to just to be the two of us because there's you know uh, it's simple, simpler. Uh, <laughs> you know, when when you make decisions, only two people involved. Practicing is very easy this way. Uh, it's easier anyway, you know, okay. because we like to practice a lot, and it would be difficult with a band of six or seven people. But uh, when we do play live, we often, not always, but often have a live drummer, um, Alec Cabrera. His name is. And uh, he's more like a session player. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. He uh, he learns the songs uh, very quickly, and then he plays just pretty much like a machine, but except that it's, it's a human. Yeah, we practice like one time before a show, and he's ready to go. Yeah, it's amazing. And the rest is backing tracks. Yeah, awesome. So we have 
Yeah, so we have like we play light instruments, like real real stuff, and uh, and then we have we have some backing tracks for the for for the electronics. That's cool. So, what's the first song you guys wrote together as a duo? Uh, well, I guess I mean realization was probably that you know that that first song where um, even though I, I initially wrote it entirely, Eva still put her own spin on um, by okay. you know by her own voice, etc. Um, but after that, what, what was the next song that we? You know, I can't even remember what, what, what was the next one. Just after that, um, maybe Eyes of Orion. No, what Ghost Voices? Well, that's that's the one that got released. But like the ones that we, so I think the next one was actually still on still on the computer somewhere. It, it we <laughs> we haven't released all our singles, even though we have like about fifteen songs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're still figuring out. You know, we don't want to do the album thing, which is kind of crazy these days uh so we do like one single at a time but the i believe it, it might have been isolation frankly or maybe last faith yeah one of those yeah yeah so it's, <laughs> you know, it's one of the old songs but it, it will eventually come out as a single we're just like we, we're keeping on coming back on the on the older songs to uh, make them evolve and uh, reactualize them based on what we learned from what works for us so far you know like those those few singles that we've released there's only been four actually uh every time they uh, allow us mm-hmm. to evolve our sound a little bit and then revisit our previous songs. Do you guys plan on, on getting out and, and uh, hitting the road a little bit to expand the fan base and, and uh, do more live performances? It's kind of hard right now um, with uh, the pandemic and everything, but um, I think eventually, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, That's the goal, right? The goal is to hit the road, maybe get some big tours lined up and make it big and then just do music. Uh, because yeah, it's know, a hobby, you know, it's, it's an art form. Yeah, it is. It is a hobby and playing live is part of it. Uh, it is debatable how, you know, based on who you speak to, you'll have different answers. Some people think, uh, you know, you, yeah, you build up your, your fan base by touring and it's true. I'm sure, you know, but it's kind of like a one fan at a time kind of approach. In our case, we are lucky to be able to place some of our musics in some products, like uh, specific to my video games. Okay. Uh, and every time we release a, you know, every time we release a music that's attached to a video game, it boosts our uh, our exposure. That's awesome. Way way more than playing in a bar with you know with fifty people. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, uh, I'm gonna ask Sam a question, but before I ask Sam a question, I want to play Perfect Storm. Because I like this song. I to me, out of the three songs you sent me, this to me was like just. I love the sound of it. You know, it just it sounds great. Uh, you got a great voice, Ava, and then also you sing in, on it, Raphael, a little bit, right? So yeah. a- Ava does more singing, I think, and then Raphael kind of does, does some more backup vocals. Most of the time, yeah. There are some songs where it's the other way around, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, this is Perfect Storm by Weird Wolves. Let's check it out right now. Feel 
and perfect storm i literally like i told everyone it was a unique band when we started the podcast at the beginning and i think i i came through what kind of style would you say your band is because i I would say it's kind of like a goth dancey what's a new word for dance besides dance there's like another word that i I don't know the word but it's like a goth like kind of dance kind of deep dark but really cool what would you say it is um, we have kind of gone with electro goth. Okay, so so goth dances, uh, goth dances, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I call it I I, I to me uh, for some reason I call it ambient vampire goth. That's kind of what I I, I come I come into. Are there a lot of bands? Are there a lot of bands with that style of music? Like, cause I like I mean I. I I don't know. I just got back into the music world, but hearing something like that, I think it's it's so cool sounding. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's always been challenging to define ourselves uh, when people ask. So it is, it's a weird thing, right? People ask you like, oh, what 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 genre is it? So they want to pigeon pigeonhole you somewhere, and, and then if you do it, they say, oh yeah, so it's nothing special. Then. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I would do? I'd tell them, hey, it's Taylor Swift music. How about that? It's it's super hard. You want to be a little unique, so then the last thing you want to, if you are unique, then it's super hard to say you are, you know, like, oh, this genre, like, as is. So, yes, we are a little goth, for sure. Uh, Sometimes some of our sound is a little rock, but then there's all this electronic that can be like, can have a dancey, almost disco uh, vibe to it, uh, which I think is, you know, we like it because it it brings uh, a little bit of like dance to this darkness, right? Because originally our our tunes are pretty, pretty dark. Uh, And uh, and then if you you had those beats that drive a little bit, uh, you know, the the foot tapping, then, then it's a win. I, I, I kind of consider it, it's like Evanescence meets Billie Eilish 
meets Nine Inch Nails. Which which one of the two of you in the band? Which one of you guys in the band? Which one of you two in the band is more picky when it comes to what sounds good? Like, is there one that's like, no, it's not ready yet? He is he's he's the more picky one. <laughs> She's like, it's good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It sounds great. And and Raphael's like, hold on a second. Hold on. There's this one little beep right there I don't like. We gotta make it a little bit louder. Not bad. Okay, good. There's, there's a um. She's pretty easygoing, except that sometimes there's like this one thing she she cares for. Um, and, oh yeah. Uh, and then, Great, yeah. Sebastian. Now we're gonna break up a band. You're gonna have to <laughs> because, like, I didn't know you noticed that. About you. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. You know what? Forget you. I'm out of here. <laughs> what we? What, okay, and then. Uh, were you done answering that question? Were you done answering that question? I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, since I'm more on the, I do more of the producing part, like the recording, etc. I'm more the, 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 the technology part. So obviously I have a little bit more of a, of a control on that side. Uh, but again, as I said, uh, you know, uh, Eva will, will drill on something. And uh, and then I you know I iterate until until we're all happy. But uh, again, just two to be you know it's only two people to be pleased here, so it's pretty. <laughs> it is, I, you know. And Sam Sam deals with you know, lots of different bands and lots of different like four or five people in a band one time. And right when, when I went to Sam, I was like, dude, help me out with my podcast. He was kind of like, I don't do podcasts. And I was like, but I'm just one dude. You got to worry about one guy, just one person. And then Sam kind of took me under his wing, became the executive producer, and in two weeks. A uh, week and a half, actually, we made all kinds of changes. Uh, so I do want to ask Sam a question that Raphael touched, you touched base on earlier. I We were talking about touring and gaining fans, and you were kind of like, you know, is it worth it to play at a bar that has 50 people? Sam, what's your take on touring, and do you think that your fan base, you're going to get more fan base from touring, or do you think uh, social media and advertising is a better way? It is better to build a fan base online by spending money through ads uh, and, and doing that kind of thing. And then start branching out, playing shows regionally. Don't go crazy. Don't be trying to go east to west and west to east or anything crazy like that. Build, build that fan base. But then again, these are only clicks. They are not true fans. You don't quite know if they're a true fan until... You get out there and you play, and they come walking through the front door. They buy you some merchandise. Uh, they tell you how much they love you, and they want to take pictures, and they want to share, and stuff like that. That's when they become the actual fan, because they're now actually a part of your life via watching you up on stage. Because a, a band uh, a band or an artist has a, uh, a make-or-break moment with that person individually on stage. They're either going to like them, or well, three things like them, or eh, they're okay. I still like their music, but they suck live, or something like that. Or they truly do not like them. So that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of the make break moment. And this day and age, you don't need to go out there and and go east to west, west to east. You take that money that you're going to be spending doing that and put it into your advertising, your production, your videos, stuff like that. Get that ball rolling. And, uh, you know, if you can get into a video game, movie, TV, stuff like that, because uh, that's going to help. So touring, it's it's kind of it's it's a little thing. You're still going to play in front of those 15 people for <laughs> sometimes. Um, 
and it's just the way it is. But it, it's better if you if you have the time and if you can do this long term, it's better to start out at least your first year pumping money online because this day and age of trying to get on tours and and doing that is not working. I do want to bring up the fact that yeah, and you already probably knew a lot of this. Ava, your dad, your father is the guitar player for Depeche Mode, correct? Ye- yes. So, <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, he does keyboarding and backup vocals also, right? Like he's he's one of the founding members of Depeche Mode. He's, I say he's the everything. If yeah, he's the, the main songwriter. Sebastian, he's composer. What? Okay, he's the songwriter. What, he's the one that created. What was it like growing up with your dad going on tours? And then you doing your music now, and does that does he have any push with you guys and what you guys are trying to do, or is it like you got to do it on your own, like we did it? But does he support you guys as well? Growing up, uh, it was it was hard. Um, he was gone a lot. Uh, I had a really close relationship growing up with him because like music always connected with me, and I pretty much always always wanted to do this um, since I can remember. Um, I kind of took a break from it, though, for a long time because I was afraid of, like, who my dad is, being a shadow and all that. But then uh, being in this band, he, he does support us as a band, but he doesn't, like, uh, put any influence into it or anything like that. So, like, it's all us. And, I mean, of course, we attract his fans just from, like, my last name or whatever, but... I'm amazed he didn't talk you out of it. What are you doing, honey? No, don't do this. You know, my my daughter, I was like, look, after right around 15, I was like, you're your own person anyways. So, and now she's in college. And she, we thought we were going to head down the music path, YouTuber music path. And, and uh, I said, is this what you really want? Because it's a lot of hard work. And it doesn't always end up the way it was supposed. it's supposed to. So... If yeah. you want to put, the, if this is what you want to do, go for it. But uh, so yeah, I just talked to all my friends out of it. A lot, a lot can be said about a lot of uh, any. The same can be said about anything that is a little extraordinary, right? Like uh, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be, uh, if you want to run a, a restaurant, if you uh, play, you know, work in video games, you want to be, be a YouTuber, influencer, anything that is a little out of the norm is gonna be uh, out of extraordinary effort and luck and, and everything. Uh, so you're signing up for pain as soon as you go for like outside of those, uh, just like doing school. That's, you know what, that's a bit, that's a very good statement. And, and, and I know that I'm an entrepreneur and, and I, it does take away a lot from the family and Sam and I know that we, we do a lot of stuff that does take away. And so hopefully uh, I do a podcast for the rest of my life and I get to sit in my house and talk to people and not travel. That'd be kind of cool. Hey, I, I did I did see your Facebook video, and I don't know if it was I, I don't know if it was a concert you guys played or just like a Facebook live thing. But you guys had some smoke in the background, and that was a super awesome video. So when you guys do your live shows, are they going to be similar to that kind of atmosphere that you want on stage? Yeah, I mean it's it's what you see behind there, like you know the uh, the lights and the and all that. Uh, we we did spend a lot of effort re-getting that to the level where it is now and hopefully it's gonna keep growing uh but yeah the lights are synced with uh with logic pro so that uh to the beats you know to the to the to the songs themselves so it's almost like we we can play a layer of of lights on top of uh of the music it's another layer of expression it's another layer of 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 uh 
you know, communicating our sound, our, our vibe to, to people. Uh, so when there's a, a big kick sound, there's like the flash as well. Right. Like weird, mysterious thing. Then you go like with the red lights or whatever. That's cool, um, man. So yeah, that's, that's a really cool thing. And, and that's what we, we bring when we, when we play uh, on stage as well in venues. It's, you know, it's a pain in the butt because we have to carry all that and set it up. And you know how venues want you to set up and, and be done in 15 minutes? They want to set up in 15 minutes and unset up in 15 minutes. <laughs> More and more impossible with today's uh, more sophisticated equipment. Setup. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to ask you. I do want to ask you a question. I want to give Scott Grayson a shout out for hooking us up together because yeah, I know you work out at his uh, CrossFit gym, right? He's in a band called School for the Deaf. Huh? Yo, you used to? I used to. Yeah, yeah. We. I, I was at his CrossFit gym for four years, and then I moved uh, away from uh, from the house that I was. I moved to a different house, more south. So then I changed. Uh, CrossFit gym, but we're still friends. We're still good. Still text and, and phone. So I gotta tell you something funny. So de- today I decided I'm gonna get back into my circuit training. Like I used to work out, but it wasn't CrossFit. It was like boot camp circuit training, right? Well, I made the mistake of eating a really heavy lunch earlier. Like I'm talking like chicken wings, French fries, like everything I shouldn't eat, right? And then I decided I was gonna do my first circuit training as ab day, <laughs> abs and leg day. I don't recommend anybody do sit-ups or crunches and, and, and the mountain climb exercise after eating 18 wings. <laughs> that, that would be a, that's a bad idea. Sebastian, you know, the older you get, the less you can make these, the more you can make these choices not to do this. <laughs> it's less failure if you don't do it. Be like, you know what? I don't work out. That's what it is. So I don't have to worry about but this body, I don't have six pack. I got a cake. <laughs> All right, the song you guys have, "Eyes of Orion." What is it? That's a kind of a neat name. Um, normally, I don't even ask bands where they get their names from, but I, I do want to ask you that after we play this song, "Eyes of Orion." What's this song about? Uh, "Eyes of Orion" is uh, this. You know, there's, there's a lot of uh, it's it's different. It's different stories in there which have a common theme uh, of uh, forgiveness and um, and how karma gets back at you in, in some ways. That uh, at the end of the day, you know, you got you got to be good to people because uh, people will be good to you. That's right. All right, this is Eyes Eyes of Orion, Weird Wolves. So watch your distance 
There we go with Eyes of Orion by Weird Wolves. What's cool about that song, Ava, is your your voice in that is very like melodic sound. It's kind of going in and out of the music. It just makes you kind of want to groove your head to it, you know? I, did you write all the lyrics to that yourself, or do you have any influence from Raphael? Uh, actually, Eyes of Orion is uh, mostly a Raphael song. Okay, cool. So then he just kind of told you what to say on it, and you just kind of went with it. Very, your voice is almost mesmerizing in the way it sounds in that song. So, good job with that. So you guys are from two different parts. You guys both are not from Austin, Texas. And Ava, you're originally from Southern California? Well, technically, I was born in England. Um, okay. That's far. Yeah. I was in France. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. I moved when I was five to Santa Barbara. So that is why I do not have an accent. <laughs> okay, yeah, that would, that, would, that would make sense. So you went from, so you went from England to Santa Barbara, right? Yep. And, then you, and how did you end up in Austin? Um, well, I hated Santa Barbara, and I actually moved to Colorado first, and I hated the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I was in Durango. Um, well, actually, I was like 20 minutes outside of Durango in the middle of nowhere, so that sucked. Kind of traveling around the United States seeing what you liked, huh? <laughs> kind of, yeah. And that was when I was kind of um, avoiding music a little bit and just... Want to be figure yourself out on your own. Yeah, and I was miserable. <laughs> and I finally realized that like music is the only thing that makes me happy. So good. Austin was a good place. To yeah, not Oklahoma City. Good thing you did not move here. You'd be miserable if you moved here. And then Raphael. And then Raphael's from France originally, I guess, because you just said that. Yeah, I was born in France uh, from uh, Greek father and Italian mother, but then I moved. Uh, when I was 20-something, I moved to England for a couple of years uh, and then came back to France and then moved to Austin. And the reason why I came to Austin was for uh, the company Arcane Studios that I founded uh, in 99. And I opened, uh, I wanted to expand uh, to America. And Austin is one of the three major pools of video games uh, in America. So that that was the main reason why. And then now you guys found each other, and boom, Weird Wolves is born. Yes. So weird. There we go. That is such a cool story. I, I love it. I, that's what's cool about music is it brings people together from different backgrounds, different places, different personalities, and, and different things that you've done in your life. But without music, you guys would not have connected in the way that you do, you know, potentially. And that, that's what, and, you, and, and the fact that you find someone with such a unique style and within the both of you that like and enjoy the style of music that you're doing, which is very different, is even more hard to find. So you guys found each other. There's a reason you guys found each other. So kudos to that. Hopefully magic happens and you guys like get super big with your gothic techno music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, hey, that's, that's what I, on the moment thinking, on the moment thinking. So what did, what game specifically have you been a part of? So, uh, Arx Fatalis, Dark Messiah of Man and Magic, Dishonored, Prey, and uh, Bioshock 2 uh, as a co-developer. So I was not, this one I was not directing it. Um, and now we're West. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, I, you know, honestly, I don't know anything about. It. I, I play PUBG sometimes, 
Uh, and I'm, I'm not very good at it. My team always yells at me. I'm like, just die already, man. You're not helping anybody out. I'm like, fine, I'll just die. <laughs> I got some mean, I got some mean players that play with me. No, they like it. They're actually mad. I don't play anymore since I started the podcast. I'm like, I don't have time to, I go to work or I do a podcast. And, and then, you know, and Sam and I are doing all kinds of stuff in the backgrounds, uh, outside of that. Realization. This, how long ago did you guys write this song? So that's the song that we we did for uh for pray for an extension of pray where that's how we that's how we met. Okay. And before I play this song, I did say I was gonna ask how you got your band's name. Normally, it's like a band's name. It's like whatever you just came up with it. Maybe your management team came up with it for you. It means absolutely nothing. But Weird Wolves is definitely a unique name that I think we should. And maybe it's just like you saw a wolf one die and you guys were stoned and Weird Wolf. I don't know. <laughs> What's the, how'd you come up with the Weird Wolves? <laughs> the name came because we're both weird and we both really like wolves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Is that that's like both your favorite animals? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we both somehow. Uh, I mean, like if you look at my like my handlers' names in uh, in, in the, you know whether it's on uh, on uh, Tinder or <laughs> it's on anything. <laughs> There's always something wolf in there, you know. My latest company, uh, Wolf Eye. Uh, there's uh, this, and my private uh, consulting company is Chill Wolves. There's always a wolf somewhere. So, uh, and uh, it is the same for her. She, you know, I, she, she identified with that. I have a wolf hybrid as so. a. Oh, cool! Those are those are. I know some people that raise wolves in Oklahoma. They're really, if you train them well, they're really good, really good pets to have. But Raphael, what is your tender handle? I uh, know I'm not gonna say that. Come on, say it. You you always on Tinder because you want to find a girlfriend. You're trying to find that special someone. You might find it on the podcast. Sebastian's on Grinder, so. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, we can't meet. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do more. <laughs> we can do a pod. <laughs> we can do a podcast still. All right, realization. We're going to play this song right now. This is Weird Wolves, and I love you guys. Here we go.
There we go. Realization, Weird Wolves. You guys have been great to have on the podcast. Absolutely fantastic music. I hope you guys grow. I think you guys will find your... You guys already have a niche audience, and I see that with your Facebook post. You get a lot of people liking it, things like that. Do you guys, do you guys have a website? Yeah. And what is that website? Just weirdwolves.com. Easy, easy enough. Is there any shout-outs to any bands that you want to give to, whether local or just bands that you've played with or bands that you know? Um, Battle Tapes. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> on, my, on my end, there's, yeah, uh, so Battle Tapes, absolutely, but also uh, there's uh, our Choose Health. Uh, Choose Health, the guy, the guy that produced a few songs for us, uh, is, is a good friend, and he's, he's more into electronic music, DJing kind of thing, but he's, he's really, very talented. Um, my sister's band. Oh, what's that? What's it called? Slushy. Slushy? Clockwork? What? Okay, what's your sister's name? <laughs> Viva. Viva, and, and her band's name is Clockwork Orange? No, it's Slushy. The, no, the not name Slushy. is from that movie. You've got a freaking <laughs> thing in the background, but you don't know who Clockwork Orange is? No, apparently I don't. Oh, it's a cult movie. (laughs) I don't know. Dude, I don't know a lot of things, okay? People are surprised. I don't know a lot of things about a lot of things. I just kind of, like, go through life halfway listening to people and halfway, like, thinking about other things, like, all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all do that. There's there's tons of things where suddenly I realize that I didn't know that thing that everybody knows, you know? (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I, I know, man. I'm the same exact way, dude. I just, that's just, I, I don't know. I'm ADD or something. I don't know what's going on. But all right, I don't want you. drinks box wine, for example. <laughs> I mean, that's the yeah. thing. So That's where my memory is going. His fine taste. That's No, it's just your your refined taste in wine comes in a box. <laughs> yeah. Amen, though, to that. Amen to that. All right. I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. I don't want you guys to go anywhere just yet. But I do want to thank all of our listeners uh, that listen to The Lost Pop with Sebastian. Please check out our YouTube. We are almost done with the website. A little bit, right, Sam? All right, we're going to have some merchandise on there. Huh? I said I'm w- more working on the Instagram right now at this moment because we got to go live tomorrow. So I want it to look nice. Yes, and Sam is in charge of my Instagram. So if I post anything on Instagram, it is not me. It is Sam that's doing it for me. Thank you, bud. I didn't want to do it anyways. <laughs> and then and then go check out our, our page on Facebook, The Lost Spot with Sebastian. We also have The Lost Spot Fans, which is a group. So we look forward to an awesome end of January. Starting in February, lots of changes. Actually starting now, lots of changes uh, to the podcast. So thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. This is The Lost Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does anything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 